Hello, I'm R.A. Spratt. I write and perform this podcast. If you'd like to support the show, I'm a children's author, so you can buy a book by me, or you can buy me a coffee by going to buymeacoffee.com slash stories R.A. Spratt. It's an easy way to make a small thank you gift to the show so I can keep kicking this can down the road. The podcast directory you're using right now should have a link to my Buy Me A Coffee page in the show notes, or you can type it into your browser. That's buymeacoffee.com slash stories R.A. Spratt. All contributions are gratefully appreciated. Hello and welcome to Bedtime Stories with me, R.A. Spratt. Okay, so we're reading my book, The Pesky Kids 3, Stuck in the Mud, and we're now up to Chapter 12, A Quiet Word. Here we go. Pesky! Joe was deep in thought as he walked from his maths class to his science classroom. He really didn't want to compete in the mud run. He didn't like the idea of people relying on him, and he didn't particularly like the idea of getting covered in mud either. He wasn't a neat freak. He never worried about wearing the same undies two or three or four days in a row. But even he did not like the idea of having mud jammed up his nose, down his ears, and into every other crack it could make its way into. Pesky! Joe suddenly remembered that his name was Pesky. It had been Banfield up until a few months earlier when they'd been forced into hiding. So perhaps the person behind him who was calling out Pesky was trying to get his attention. Joe Pesky, come here right now, bellowed Mr Lang. Yep, he definitely wanted Joe. Joe turned and started making his way across the playground towards the now red-faced guidance counsellor. Sorry, I I didn't hear you the first two times, said Joe. If you didn't hear me the first two times, how did you know I called out to you two times, asked Mr Lang. This had Joe stumped. My ears were listening, but my brain wasn't, Joe tried to explain. He expected Mr Lang to launch into more yelling. He was normally an unnaturally calm man, but he had a look about him now like a wild animal that had been cornered and not in the corner with the food bucket. Basically, he looked as angry as a regular teacher, perhaps a bit more than that as angry as a regular maths teacher. Teachers hated being ignored, and usually once they got in a yelling streak, they liked to keep on the roll. But Mr Lang grimly took a deep breath and struggled to relax his face. He even made a quarter-hearted attempt at a smile. I need to have a word with you, he said. Then he glanced about. In my office. Mr Lang held open his office door, waving Joe inside. How are you settling in? asked Mr Lang. Um, said Joe. He wasn't sure what Mr Lang was asking about. Settling into the school, settling into the new town, settling into the horror of puberty. We want you to be happy here, said Mr Lang. This is a small town. We don't often get new blood. Huh? said Joe. The comment about blood had thrown him. He wondered for a moment if the town was secretly a community of vampires. It would explain a lot. It's exciting to have someone of your athletic potential in our school community, explained Mr Lang. Oh, said Joe. No one had ever been excited by his potential before. Until he moved to Currawong and discovered his freakish talent for lawn bowls, Joe had avoided all forms of competition. If you won things, people might want to speak to you about winning, and Joe did not like speaking. Joe had entered a pie-eating competition once, but he hadn't been trying to win. He just wanted to eat the pies. Joe was always hungry. Of course, Joe had won, eating 17 steak and pepper pies in five minutes but he didn't have to make a speech because when the prizes were awarded, he was too busy being sick in the toilets, which, incidentally, forfeited his claim to the title. 
You're our great hope, continued Mr. Lang, with thinly concealed desperation. I am, said Joe. This conversation was getting worse and worse. On behalf of all the teaching staff here at Currawong High School, well, all the literate ones, probably not the PE teachers or the maths teachers, said Mr. Lang, but on behalf of all the other teachers, I'm pleading with you. You must win the mud run. Why? asked Joe. The school desperately needs that grant money, said Mr. Lang. Oh, said Joe, beginning to catch on. Currawong High was a state school, and the parents of the students weren't rich people. There was not a lot of money about. It was clear on their first day that a lot of things at the school were overdue for repair or replacement. Some things desperately needed fixing. Joe nodded. The septic tank? What? asked Mr. Lang. You want money to fix the tank, guessed Joe. It keeps backing up and spilling sewage onto the football field. Not that, said Mr. Lang. The septic tank's been overflowing for 30 years. It's traditional. That's why the grass is so green on the oval. No, we need the money to buy books. The school hasn't bought any new library books in decades. Really, said Joe. He had been to the library mainly when he was trying to hide from Daisy Odin's daughter. She was madly in love with Joe and didn't believe in taking no for an answer. To be strictly accurate, she didn't believe in listening to any answers. She just hunted him mercilessly like a bloodhound hunts a deer. The books look okay to me, stammered Joe. That's because the students never read them, said Mr. Lang. Our literacy results are through the floor. Joe frowned. He'd heard of things being through the roof before, but never through the floor. It didn't sound good. We need that money to buy new books, said Mr. Lang, with modern stories and shiny covers, things that kids will want to read. Pictures, said Joe. What, said Mr. Lang? Books with pictures, said Joe. They're easier to read. If your brain gets tired of figuring out the words, it can get the gist from the pictures. Good idea, Mr. Lang said excitedly. He jotted the words picture books down on a notepad. It's got to help. If the literacy results get any worse, the department will send specialists out here to give students one-on-one attention. And no one wants that. The last time we had a specialist here, she had a nervous breakdown within three weeks. Then the department had to pay for her to retrain as a dental hygienist. Joe frowned. He was getting more and more confused by this conversation. Which is why we need you to win, said Mr Lang. This town is so sports mad. When we get extra funding, they always spend it on PE equipment. You could buy a Rolls Royce with the money that's been spent over the years reseeding the school's bowling greens. Joe nodded. The school's greens were seriously impressive. They were as flat and green as a billiards table. Mr Popoff has just requested an extra $500 worth of fertiliser because Maya Darawal landed a light plane on the bowling greens and damaged the roots of the turf, said Mr Lang. Those greens are a money pit. Joe hadn't realised that Maya's plane had landed at the school, but compared to the surrounding farming lands, which were mainly lumpy potato fields or fields full of cattle, the lawn bowls greens must have looked like a much easier place to land for the pilot. If you don't win, one of those St Anthony's kids will, said Mr Lang. Probably the Viswanathan girl again. And their school doesn't need the money. They'll just use it to gold-plate something that's already gold-plated. Or charter a helicopter to the ski slopes. They've got everything. Joe frowned. He suspected Mr Lang might be exaggerating. So we're relying on you, said Mr Lang, to save our academic results. Joe was taken aback by the enormity of this responsibility. If you pull it off... I'll make it worth your while, said Mr Lang.
He leaned in and whispered, Next year, I can make sure you get any teacher you want. But, 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 but it's not a problem, said Mr Lang. If there's a maths teacher you don't like, or perhaps a maths teacher you really like, you just let me know and I'll sort it out for you. No, said Joe. No, said Mr Lang. You're not going to help. No, said Joe. I will help, but not to change teachers. I want to change classes, so I'm not in any of the same classes as Daisy. Odin's daughter, asked Mr Lang. Joe nodded. He was glad Mr Lang saved him from having to say that surname. The consonants were bad enough, but just the thought of Daisy scared him so much it made saying her name a thousand times harder. She's a pretty girl, said Mr Lang. You don't like pretty girls? No, said Joe, relieved that Mr Lang finally understood. Not the scary ones. Although really, Joe found the nice ones terrifying as well. Mr Lang shrugged. I can make that happen. He reached out and shook Joe's hand. And that is the end of the chapter. So we'll leave it there. Until next time, goodbye.